Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, I'm Marisa Jones, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley, today. Our guest is Jody Eck. She's a former educator of 26 years, a fitness instructor, marathon runner, mom of two boys, and wife to her best friend. Jody is an entrepreneur, an energetic leader and speaker, and mentors 40-plus ambitious women to earn income, create an impact, and enjoy their family through her partnerships and online social marketing company. Modere. Her biggest passion is helping women find their confidence through self-care. When women feel better internally, it changes to much. It, it changes do uh, much about their attitude, their thoughts, and their willingness to grow. Welcome to the show, Jody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. So, tell us a little bit about your journey from how you went to you know, in the fitness field and being focused on fitness to now uh, working on this online social media company. Um, talk, talk a little bit about that. Well, so I was a teacher for 26 years and I, and I always loved working out. From the time I was young, I had some difficulty with my weight. And so um, one of the things that I used throughout my entire life um, for you know, mental health and mental wellness is is exercise. So whether it was you know going to the gym or whatever, um, I I really enjoyed exercise. So um, when I was teaching, I taught first grade, and so I was with six year olds all day. My husband um, was a busy coach, and I had two boys. So you know, I came home and I didn't have much left in the tank for my boys. So I started taking up running. And um, that's kind of what led me into marathoning. And then as I was starting to train for marathoning, I realized that I also needed some cross training. So I went in to, um, to take some classes. I loved it. I got certified. That was, that's a whole different story of the, the process and the adversity that I went through because I had never been a fitness instructor or really never had any formal training in exercise or, you know, kinesiology or anything like that. And so um, I actually loved the running. I loved working out. It really made a difference for me in teaching. But a lot of things changed with my teaching career. And I just, I'm very creative. And um, that was something that I loved about being the teacher. That kind of started to fade a little bit with a lot of like the standardized testing and all those things. And so I didn't love my teaching job as much. And I, I kind of went through a season of life where I was just kind of questioning if that was the right place for me, if I, you know, was meant for something bigger. When I started marathoning, um, I actually, the very first marathon I ran, I qualified for the Boston Marathon. And, um, you know, I was like, wow, like, this is really interesting that I could do this. And it made me just start to think bigger, you know, when you when you are able to really like hone in on training and your skills and, um, you know, your potential. Um, I think that 
running a marathon really teaches you a lot of things. And um, I actually was running and I was at the bomb at Boston. Oh, my so, goodness. Yes. So this, the great part of the story was I was running and at about mile 18, I started to get a really bad pain in my the side of my knee, which I had never had any issues before when I was running. I stopped at the medical tent and I was in the medical tent for about 10 minutes. They were treating me. I looked out on the course and a man who was a paraplegic ran by. And that inspired me to be like, you know what? You're not here for a specific time. You're here to, to say you finished this race. Um, if he can do this, you know, you can push through this pain and you can do this as well. Let's just get to the finish line and let's complete this. So about an eighth of a mile from the finish line, I got stopped. As you know, or I'm sure you saw all the craziness that went on that day and everything people had been through. There were people there for us and, you know, they were trying to help us as we were trying to find our families. And that day I just realized, you know, and they say a lot of times it takes going through a tragedy for you to be like, okay, life is too short. I need to figure this out. And if I'm not happy in what I'm doing now, like what is it that I want to do? So it took me about a year. And then that's when I kind of started to transition into, you know, wanting to do something different and um, started in the online area. So, and, and I love it because it encompasses the fitness and the wellness and everything I needed to manage and me being able to use my story, um, the skills that I had, the experiences that I had been through to help other women. That's a that's a great you, story. Go ahead, Neil. I was going to say, and the story is that basically once you figured out what you love and what you want to do, it doesn't feel like work. And it really wakes you up every day. You don't have that feeling the next day when you're doing it. It just feels like good. And that's the hard part for many people is to discover what they really are truly passionate about. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and the great part about my business and being in the online space is, you know, they really encourage you to do personal growth. And that was something that I really needed to dig into because I don't really think I knew what my identity was. I don't really think I knew like what I wanted to do. I think I became a teacher because I loved kids, but I don't know that that was like what really drove me you know, and, and I, that I wanted to be that forever. It was good at that season of my life, but um, I firmly believe like I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. That's incredible. And, and what you said is resonates like so many people, they go through life and they, they kind of, you know, when you, when you go to school and you try to pick something, you're like 18 or 19 years old, you don't really know what your passions are. So you're just kind of trying stuff out. And then you go with what you like. So you liked kids, you went into school. I liked computers, so I went that direction. But life changes and, and your passions change. And and sometimes when you wake up, like you said, like you don't know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, a lot of the work I do with my clients, as you said, the word passion, like I help them go back to, and you did this, go back to every single job that they have and 
what are your super strengths that you had in all of those jobs and which ones did you actually like doing, right? So you could be good at something and hate it. So what, it, what are your, all, all your super strengths and what do you like doing? That helps them uncover that passion that they're looking for and what they can actually do for, for a purpose. Yeah, um, I firmly believe it's self-awareness. Like, and I really think that's something that women actually need taught. Like to start to listen to their body, listen to how they talk to themselves, listen to what they've been through and really kind of figure out a way to, to break through that. And I think it, it will make such a difference if we take the time to do that as, as, and I can only say that from my perspective because I'm a woman, but you know, um, I just know I see it in so many women. So what are some of the things, I like how you said you saw the paraplegic who was running and you used him as an inspiration to move forward. And so many of us, you know, when we find our purpose, we're, we're, we want to inspire other people because we've been inspired by others. So in your business, you support other women um, in, in being successful. What do you do to inspire them? What are some of the things that you do to help them kind of build them up and, and get them excited about what they what they're doing? Well, because I love fitness, you know, I always encourage them to move their body. I ask them a lot of questions. You know, I ask them questions that are going to lead them to think about being more aware of their health, like how they internally feel, you know, what what things do you do that make you feel better? What types of things do you do that make you feel worse? You know, like um, because I'm in I work with health and wellness products you know, I talk to them about ingredients and I just talk to them about like their relationship with food and their self and with other people. And so I really just try to dig deep to find out like what their goal is or, you know, where they want to go from here and just try to help them break through that process. So it's way more than just selling them a product, you know, or getting them to understand, you know, if you trust me, we can do this together. We can lock arms and, and do this together. So, um, but funny backstory on the got the, the paraplegic that I saw when I got into the online space and I was working with a mentor, I happened to get on a call who he invited a guest. He was a sports editor and he brought on this guest and this he started talking to this guest and all of it was the man who I saw. <laughs> That's terrific. It was incredible. So we've connected since then. And, you know, I told him what an inspiration that he was. And but it's like, wow, what a small world, you know, and and the fact that I could tell him what he did for me was just so great. So, you know, I'd like to be able to do that for other people. I want women to find their own confidence, though, and realize like they're their own hero. I don't want them to look at me and think like you helped me you know, to be this way or to do this. That's why I, you know, mentioned self-awareness because women don't realize like what they have inside of them and what they're capable of until they start to feel healthier internally and, um, you know, experience the good feeling. That's great. Um, 
So what what are some of the products that you sell through your your uh, your company? What are some uh, is it is it is it physical wellness or, or mental wellness? Um, talk about that a little bit. So so the products that um, I share. So actually, our our um, company is run by a woman CEO who actually. Um, was in the lab from the time she was very young. Um, her name is Asma Ishak, and she's just an incredible woman. And um, so she developed um, a liquid collagen about 14 years ago. And um, she was part of just like her own individual company. So she ended up partnering with this company, Modere, that I work with. And so our main product is liquid collagen that has like a matrix that helps with um, joints, muscles, hair, gut. I mean, it just is it. And it's all pure ingredients. And she believes in firmly being like authentic with ingredients, putting everything out there, allowing people, you know, to kind of truly see what we have. But besides that, we have other products that our collagen is incorporated in. And um, so we have skincare, we have topical things, but we also have clean plant-based household products, um, self-care products, uh, laundry, all kinds of things. Um, but again, she just firmly believes in like clean living, um, the authenticity of, you know, what you're putting in and uh, just putting it out there and allowing people people to be able to see. She's won so many awards in like clean beauty. And um, she just recently, two days ago, won an entrepreneurial award in um, California, just for her efforts and what she does for um, just for women in general and, you know, communities. And um, so I'm honored to be partnered with them. I love that. I love seeing women uh, succeed. Always, always. You can never have enough, you know, um, and I, I like that you have your products are all natural and the household products. People don't realize I've done, you know, I've done a lot of work around, you know, what what I ingest and, and the products that I use because, you know, I didn't for years I had skin allergies and then, you know, I had food allergies, which I didn't know. And I have a chapter in my memoir called My Body is a Burden uh, because because when you don't feel good, it affects your mental health. And it affects everything and you just feel like you're dragging along and, and through life. And so everything that you get exposed to, it's so important that it's all natural. And like you said, awareness is key. Awareness of everything you're interacting with, whether it's people, whether it's sound, whether it's products, um, just, just being aware of your environment and then how it affects you and then how you affect uh, everything else ex externally and all the people around you. So I love that. That's so true. And you know, for me, much of my anxiety and my um, issues with like mental health and dealing with that came from my gut issues. I had something that was called H. pylori and it's like way up high in your gut. And they say that there's like a nerve that goes from your gut to your brain, the vagus nerve that controls a lot of what you think and how you feel. And I had to set that straight before I could actually start feeling better. So yeah, I mean, it, it has so much to do with our mental health. 
So, so what other things that you, what, what else do you do to kind of balance your mental health? I mean, you're running, you're running a busy company. You've, you've got boys, you're, you're married. Uh, what, what else do you do for, to balance all of that and keep that stress and anxiety away? Well, I love nature. You know, I like spending time with my family. I like reading and gardening. Um, I feel like I do have a little bit of a green thumb. I'm not going to, you know, be too boastful <laughs> about that. Um, and um, I just recently, like yesterday, went to my first like in-person networking meeting. I hadn't done that for a while. Just being around other women who are like that, like it just kind of lit me up yesterday. Um, just seeing um, you know, what they're doing in the community. And I'm also very, very active in my church. Um, I sing in our uh, praise and worship team. So I kind of have little outlets everywhere. And um, I just like serving other people. And, you know, I feel like in the process, it also serves me. So that's great stuff. What did, what advice would you give to any woman who is maybe struggling in her business and thinking about giving up? Um, I would say, you know, to first of all, dig a little bit deeper. Um, I found journaling to be huge. Um, I've also found that, you know, we should never be afraid to talk to someone, whether it's a counselor or, you know, maybe even someone who's you know, like you who works in that field, they might, you know, not be like a, a licensed guidance counselor or, you know, a counselor or a psychologist, but talking to somebody who has experienced these types of things and been through, um, you know, concerns or feeling like they're going to give up. I just feel like we don't rely on each other enough because of whether shame, guilt, embarrassment, you know, like, don't, don't feel that we're there for each other. And you can find the right people if you reach out and ask questions. Absolutely. For every person that's speaking, that's looking for help or needing help, there's hundreds of thousands who are waiting to offer it. So absolutely. There's always someone out there to help. Um, don't be ashamed. Uh, just, just, you got to make those phone calls and get, and get in touch with someone because there, there's always someone waiting to help you out. So that's that's great. Where can people find you, Jody? So I am on Facebook at Jody Zarilla Eck. Um, I'm on LinkedIn at Jody Eck. I'm on um, Instagram at Jody Eck. And um, I I do have YouTube, but uh, it's not a big channel. Um, so. I, I do love social media because I like to use it for the purpose of um, inspiring. You know, I, I try to stay away from anything that is going to cause the negativity or triggers for me. And so um, life is not always positive. I know I can't say that, but if I can share experiences that I've been through to help other women, then um, then I've my day's been made. I love that. And we should all we should all take from that and, and do the same. We're, we're definitely all here to help each other out. So thank you. It's been a, a great pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Jody. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And um, I look forward to being able to uh, like share what you do with other people, because that's another thing that, you know, I like to be able to be a resource for women as well.
Terrific. Thank you. I would very much appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.